0: Hey guys, welcome to another Property Guys podcast. We're back
1: impromptu podcast. Impromptu, po-
0: yeah, We just <laughs> it was set up. We just kind of stole this uh, space.
1: Yeah, we just came into the set and we're like, I guess we're doing a podcast, all right. <laughs> it looks
0: oddly familiar to a podcast Tammy just did. Weird. Yeah, it
1: sure does. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Mm, makes you one there. So
1: what are we talking about today?
0: Let's talk about um, our trip to Florida. Ooh, I like little, that. Some takeaways from that. Yeah. Of course, the state of the market right now in San Diego. I think Good people call. want to hear about that. will yep. give valuable advice. Mm-hmm. And uh, who knows whatever tangent we run into.
1: Whatever other direction we go. Yeah, right. it could be anywhere. So, uh, so you guys may or may not know, but we went to Florida to uh, prep for our new show, Homestead Revival. That's a shameless plug, by the way.
0: Yep, I, I like shameless plugs.
1: And Florida's a very different place in California right now, so we wanted to kind of share some observations that we had and uh, you know you can figure out what side of the fence you stand on, but I think it's interesting. So, why don't you – what did you see there? And kind of, um, what's your analysis? Well, the one thing I really liked about Florida is you can do things. Mm. You can go places. Imagine that. You
0: could. We watched a live show. <gasps> we watched a band. Don't tell it was a me. A one man no. band. The no. Guy was
1: No. Awesome. Tell, people saw live music together. Yeah, we were together oh, in the same building. Oh gosh. How scary we, we were all safe you would wear your
0: mask to the oh. table but when you're at the table you know you obviously took it off and hang out oh my god wasn't like packed you know it was very moderately filled but nothing packed so they're being safe about it say it ain't
1: so glenn but
0: you know i didn't die i'll tell you that <laughs> i'm here today
1: <laughs> yes folks my sarcasm is oozing through so florida's done something that's kind of bizarre they've let people actually live Yeah, they let businesses operate weird. Yeah, really weird. I don't know what that's all about. Yeah, it's very odd. But anyway, we were able to go to bars, restaurants. Only one bar, though. See live music, um, just have a nice time at the beach. We did do some work. It's not like we just did this the whole time, but. I got a point. Go ahead. Speaking of
0: things I really enjoyed in Florida that we did that you can't do out here. Yeah, is we actually had a drink and went on a walk down the beach oh that and was watched fun. sunset that was fun with a drink in your hand
1: yeah that was pretty cool you can't
0: do that in san diego
1: on the beautiful siesta key beautiful siesta key it's, i love that place At sunset we re- literally had drinks in our hand watch the sunset over the water because it faces the gulf so it's facing the right direction yep and literally walk weighted probably knee high in the I, water oh i jumped in <laughs> it was fantastic yeah it was beautiful so what advice would you have for our uh Faithful uh, leadership here in California. Uh, now that we've seen the way Florida is working and how the businesses are booming, by the way, right? Um, what advice would you have? The advice is you can be safe and let people live their lives. Mm, that's a novel concept.
0: Yeah. Mm. And you can have people take personal responsibility for wearing masks and washing their hands. My
1: gosh, personal responsibility. Staying six
0: feet apart. <laughs> One thing I love is this whole stay six feet away from me. Mm-hmm. I love – this rule should be practiced forever and eternity. All the time. Everyone who's at Costco, who's around me, stay six feet away from me. Right. I love that rule.
1: Could you imagine Can we you, just do that forever? When your kids are just bugging the you-know-what out of you, you'd be like, hey, look, six-foot rule, okay?
0: Yeah, it goes for six my foot kids rule. too.
1: Six-foot rule. Six-foot rule. Yeah. <laughs> that should be an automatic bubble around right. you. You know what I mean? But,
0: well, my wife might give me that rule, so I don't yeah. know.
1: So the areas we're in Florida, getting back to Florida, were uh, Tampa, uh, St. Pete, Sarasota, and then we went as far south as Siesta Key. All beautiful, all very different. Uh, What was your favorite place that you went?
0: Siesta Key is definitely my favorite. I'm a beach guy. I'm a beach bum. Mm -hmm. I like to say I'm a beach bum, although I'm not technically a beach bum, but uh, I love the beach. I'm a
1: beach dude. Beach dude i tell you, the last day we were there, we well, went What to- was your favorite? Well, I'm going to talk. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I did love Siesta Key, but I'm going to go a different direction. So cool. the last day we were there, we went to this thing called the uh, Armature Works building, yeah, big giant cool. like warehouse building. And it was right there on the river that goes through Tampa. And we went to the uh, rooftop bar. They had a DJ going, the sun was out, everybody was enjoying their life. Uh, we had a couple drinks before we went to the airport, and it just kind of wrapped up the whole trip. So for yeah, me, very cool. that was a very nice moment. It was kind of a reflective moment on the whole trip, and it really made me appreciate uh, everything you guys are doing in Florida. Congratulations, because we need to step it up.
0: Yeah, that building that was a great way to end the trip. It really was very cool, very relaxing. Just getting some vitamin D in you yeah. and uh, enjoying a drink yeah. with a DJ.
1: And we trying to get political on this show because we're not political. Not very political. But it's you can see it with your eyes. When businesses are open and they're thriving and people are safe, that that's probably a better route to go than being restrictive and closing businesses down.
0: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Let's not destroy people's lives.
1: Trying Let's to not save destroy them. Lives. Now, I did think it was super interesting that we went around. We did uh, a lot of interviews and we talked to a lot of people. We did... Uh, Beach interviews were stormy. Uh, we went around and asked people where they're from and all that. And literally, I think one person out of like 20, the whole trip was from Florida. And I thought yeah. that was really interesting.
0: That's a funny correlation that we get that a lot out here. It's probably in all sunny states sunny, that could be. and sunny, nice climate or nice weather cities.
1: Yeah. yeah, that could be. All right. So now that we're done with the Florida trip, uh, why don't you share okay. what's going on here in San Diego and the state of the market, because it's kind of wacky
0: state of the market. So, yeah, I'll take you through just a real life example. And where I was coming from. We took a listing mm-hmm. over in Fletcher Hills yep. on
1: Blackburn. Yep. Hi, Mark. Hi, Marissa. Hey, guys. <laughs> so uh, we're going
0: to sell your house for a lot of money. The What I wanted to do as an old school agent, I wanted to kind of keep it as the old days. I'm like, I hate it when it's like we're only showing Saturday, Sunday, and that's it. And it's like, really, I have other clients. Do yeah. you and, have and, other clients? And your offer's due by you know, <laughs> exactly. 5 p.m. on Sunday, we'll
1: be reviewing offers. Blah, I work blah, 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 with blah, blah,
0: blah, one blah. person at a time. Can yeah. more people do? Okay, anyways, maybe I'm getting off on a the tangent there. A little bit. I hate that. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep this thing open like five days. I'm gonna get everyone through there as, right. I, as much as I can. Yeah. We're doing it old school. You were noble.
1: It was I, a noble cause. I was trying to be noble. Very noble.
0: Come to find out, uh, Stormy, can you do me a favor? Can I, you give me my little cheat book over there, please?
1: Oh, yeah, you got to see this, you guys. It's crazy. <laughs> I,
0: I said and, I put 50 people. And
1: Glenn does not write. Just if uh, Glenn I always puts everything in his phone, he rarely writes Yeah, stuff I put down. everything in my I'm phone because I'll guy. lose this. Yeah.
0: But this was just how nuts it got. This is 50 viewings in basically three days. Yeah. My phone did not stop ringing. <laughs> I was just like, I just have to write all these numbers down. And it just kept growing and growing and yeah. growing. And I got as many people in there as I possibly could. But after three days, the sellers were worn out, I kicked them out of their house for like yeah. three days straight. I don't play them. Yeah. So it was just the end of it. I tried for the five days, like the old school, but buyers are hungry for real, for San Diego property. They are.
1: And that gets back to the analogy that I was talking to you about before we started, which is the dating analogy. So if you're online and you're dating on the old school, like match.com or, or whatever else people are using this date, I'm dating myself now. But anyway, point is, You're looking through and you're like, oh, and then you set up dates. And the idea is that you're going to go on like 10 dates or 20 dates or 30, whatever it is. Um, You're a serial dater. And eventually, supposedly, that right person's going to fit with you. And you're going to be like, oh, this is it. And you'll never go on a date again. You're going to have this beautiful relationship. This is the concept a lot of people have. And so what they do is when they're first going on those first couple dates, they might meet the perfect person. But in their head, they're thinking, oh, I got five more dates that I'm gonna check out first before I commit to this person. And then by the time they get to it and they realize that first person was the one, that person's off the market because somebody else was smart enough to take them off the market. Exactly. So that's the analogy I use with uh, buyers and homes is, and we're experiencing this, don't be the buyer who's like, oh, this is my first house I saw. Even though it's perfect, it checks every box and you should move on it. You just sit around and then you look at like five more and then a month later you're like oh, i wish i had gotten that first house
0: <laughs> it's, I, I get where people come from that is really it's the one of the yeah. hardest things to do in real estate you look at all these properties online you finally get an appointment to see one yeah you go look at it and then all of a sudden it's like yeah i want to go see more yeah even though it's like the perfect home you found online it exactly was fit all your needs
1: exactly
0: it's just so hard for people to grasp the con grasp the concept of right i saw one and I'm blocking it up.
1: Right. But how many offers do we have now in three days on this property? Mm, about eight. So so clearly eight people understood that they need well, to make a quick move and try to take it off the market.
0: We don't know how many, how long they've been looking though either.
1: That's right. No, that's very true. That's very true.
0: So, you know, we I think we did a show about this. Did the we? longer they're in the market, um, those are the better the more offers. The serious, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: usually. Oh yeah, we talked about how uh, offers that come early are always the most serious. Yes. Correct. Because yes, they've been beat out a couple times. Yeah.
0: Beat up by the market it happens to all of yes. us
1: so but my advice would be take that property off the market just like if you're a guy and you meet this great girl or you're growing you make you meet a great guy take that crap off the market man don't let anybody up. else get in there lock it up lock right. it up. Lock you know it I'll, up.
0: I'll share another real estate tidbit for people out there which i think is it's changing real estate is constantly changing especially in san diego so I wanted to kick it old school, and usually a process we did old school is we'll take our offers and we'll multiple counter everybody. Right. And we'll, and we'll weed it down and get it to the best terms and price out of all the offers. Right. But given the state of things, now these buyers are writing such strong, good offers right off the bat. Yeah. There's no need to multiple counter people now. No, that's a good point. You only get one shot at this. I, we're probably just going to take an offer tonight.
1: I think that's probably the best So bet. it's yeah. like,
0: just put your best foot forward.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing too is if you're a seller and you think like, oh, you know, we should just go back and try to get more and more. What happens is the longer you drag that process out, the more burned out that person gets. So right. what Glenn's talking about is smart, which is if you've got a great offer and it sticks out above the rest, there's nothing wrong with just taking it. Yeah. Like tighten up some terms, take it. And get that buyer and take them off the market, just like a buyer needs to take a property off the market. Same thing.
0: Exactly. It's a match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. Yeah. And then they love your house. And I don't Are we? I'm trying to think of what we did with the love letters. Our sellers wanted them. So all love letters
1: oh. went to the seller. Actually. There we go. See? There we go. Thanks, Carr.
0: <laughs> oh, look right here. I'm getting a phone call on the trusty bat watch. Oh, no. No,
1: no viewings are closed. No oh. viewings for you. Sorry. Oh, no. So anyway, I think that uh, we learned a lot from Florida. Um, it's a manic market there too, by the way. Not to discount what's going on there, it is manic there. Yep. Um, I think here's crazy. When it, I was going to tell you too. I, I I was looking for properties for a client of ours that we were interviewing, mm-hmm. and I had one, two, three, four, five. Six, I think five zip codes. I think Tammy, you helped set up search, and there was like 13 properties in five zip codes okay. available okay. below like a million dollars. Wow. And these and these aren't and these aren't beach communities these are inland communities it makes no sense uh we have no inventory here so uh if you have inventory out there you want to sell your house you contact us yes
0: contact us please yeah we'll and sell we're really good at selling we'll sell it it. for it. a lot of money it'll
1: be way over ask price so <laughs> yeah um you got anything else to say before we uh, part
0: uh yeah i think we'll save we're gonna appraisals. save appraisals that's that's for another day comment from the peanut gallery I think we'll see yeah it. that's a yeah. whole conversation. thanks a lot thanks a lot
1: out there Actually. <laughs> to tell you the truth,
0: I'll tease Tammy's podcast a little bit on under contract. She has a Do much it. much better appraisal story oh, than anything yes. we can talk about.
1: Oh my god! Which one are we talking you guys won't oh, even knows, believe this. You know exactly what we're the one talking that about. What did just happen? Friars. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> way to drop an F bomb on her show. Anyway, with that, folks, we're going to wrap up this episode of the Property Guys podcast. Yes, we are. I'm Frederick. I'm Glenn. Thanks. Oh, wait, wait, wait.
0: What, what, what? Let's thank our sponsors.
1: Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, All we right. always forget to do that. Go ahead.
0: As always, we thank you to Ryan and Darren at Hot Mortgage. Thanks, guys. We always like to uh, thank Alexi Hutchins with First American. Absolutely. And uh, Sarah Gayogos with yep. Open Escrow. I'm yep. literally looking at her office right there across the Absolutely. road. I don't know how I flaked thank that Thank you one.
1: to Stormy Kadar for doing our production here today. We appreciate it and putting up with our nonsense.
0: Stormy, thank you for giving me a little cheat sheet. And
1: being a trooper on our trip to Florida because she saw the back side and the deep, dark secrets of the property guys. That's right. It was a very intense (laughs) trip, I'm sure. Okay, anyway, again, I'm Frederick. (laughs) I'm Glenn. And we're the property guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.
0: Later. Peace.